everyone. Welcome to The Funnel, an experience-driven commerce podcast. I'm Shannon Abel, Media Marketing Specialist at Blue Acorn ICI and host. Each episode, I interview customer experience experts to discuss the latest trends and topics that matter most to brand and retail professionals. Today, we have with us Taylor Boucher, VP of Digital Commerce at Blue Acorn ICI. And today we're going to be talking about how to quickly ramp up a D2C store with Shopify Plus. Before we hop in, Taylor, do you mind just giving a brief background on yourself? Sure. Thanks, Shannon. So, yeah, Taylor Boucher, uh, VP Digital, Digital Commerce of Shopify Plus. Uh, I've worked with Blue Acorn ICI for eight years now. Um, I have a project management background and I'm currently responsible for the Shopify practice. Awesome. I read a study that said COVID has motivated 63% of consumers to buy goods online that they wouldn't have considered before the pandemic. So I think just this is a really relevant topic and good way for brands to learn how they can quickly ramp up their D2C store. Why is it more necessary than ever for brands to create a D2C channel? Well, I think most of all, it's important to create a one-to-one relationship with the end customer. That way you can control the brand messaging and the overall experience. Data is often overlooked as well. The collection of data through those relationships is super valuable. The who is buying what and where or when that can help inform other channels like wholesale and whatever and help inform you know future product development there's also an increase of margin that can be expected going dtc but i mentioned it last just because it's generally the first thing people think about but a lot of brands might feel disappointed if that's the only metric they're tracking it's important to consider the value of of data and capitalize on that and and not just aim for that that extra margin. Right. And like you said, that data isn't just used to optimize the digital customer experience, but also the entire customer journey, both online, offline, whether it's social media channels, the D2C store, their retail relationships, how they're merchandising with them and um, improving that. So you kind of touched on this already, but what are some of the benefits of having a D2C channel? The primary benefits that I see are the ability to use that data to maybe test and try new products out in an environment that you control, be able to experiment with maybe loyalty programs, uh, work with other brands on collaborations, and essentially give the brand the, the chance to experiment based on the findings that they, they get through the data they collect. Mm-hmm. Being where their customers are, I think now... I think especially for the holiday season, it's like three-fourths of customers plan to do all their holiday shopping online. So definitely want to be there where they are during the busiest time of the year. Yeah, that's definitely a special time for uh, <laughs> e-commerce. Uh, right. Pretty, pretty unique. So there's a ton of different platform, e-commerce platforms, obviously, for brands to choose from. But why is Shopify Plus a good option? Okay, so the the benefit, the main benefits that I see for Shopify Plus over other um, platforms in the marketplace. One is cost of ownership. So Shopify has really competitive licensing fee structure. 
and overall it requires far less maintenance than other platforms that I've seen. It's easy to use, which can be taken for granted. I mean, you're going to need to be able to train business owners, marketers, even customer service folks on a platform. And so the ease of use is really important. Speed, not just front end performance, but speed to market. If you're looking to go DTC, for instance, we're able to bring a brand from zero to transacting online within eight weeks. So if it's just an idea right now and you know, you're looking to quickly, then Shopify Plus is a, is a perfect platform for that. Then personally, like, I feel like the checkout gets overlooked as an example of how Shopify is thinking big picture as they continue to, you know, eat up more market share. When I'm shopping online with brands that are leveraging Shopify, maybe I've never even checked out on this brand before, but I don't have to supply my information again. It's already, it's already there and I'm, I can quickly um, get through checkout. So it's just some cool features that Shopify is thinking about that, that they can bridge different brands and create a more holistic customer experience across the whole ego space. Right. And even beyond checkout, they have their, their app called, I think it's called shop where it tracks all of your online orders. And uh, I know I I use that. It's just great, especially now that I online shop a lot more and I used to, to see all of my orders in one app and when they're going to get delivered and pretty cool. Yeah, that's right. And it does a decent job of pulling in um, things outside of Shopify sites as well. Is Shopify Plus a good option for both small and enterprise brands? Yeah, to be honest, when when we started the Shopify practice, I wasn't totally convinced that it was. But we have actually been successful bringing DTC channels to small and, and large clients. I don't think it matters where you're at in your digital maturity now. The low cost of ownership of a platform like Shopify Plus allows you to spend wisely. And I think that's important for every business. And we've worked with both the small brands and enterprise brands for Shopify Plus. I know we've had a billion dollar beverage company use Shopify Plus to launch a new product line. So that's just one example of how an enterprise company could could use it. Yeah, that's right. So the, the bottom line is just that it allows brands to put their money in things that will move the needle for them and you know, not just keep the lights on. Right. If a brand needs some customizations with their commerce platform, is Shopify plus still a good option? Yeah, I've seen some limitations or what appear to be limitations of the platform, but are actually by design. So it's just important to consider the architecture that actually has a lot of benefits. So to be more clear, if you are going to be adding a very verbose feature to Shopify and housing data and things like that, you're probably going to build that outside of Shopify and then and then interact with the platform over an, an API. The benefit of that that I see is that Shopify as a core remains a very, very stable platform. Other platforms that I've seen where you're customizing the actual database 
of the core system, you, whether you intend to or not, are introducing, you know, technical debt on top of the core platform. So Shopify has done a, a really elegant job of, of making it extendable, but also balancing that with stability. And they have a ton of apps I know that you can plug into your store, depending on what your needs are. Yeah, that's right. And some of them are, are really great. Definitely all the key players out there, you know, in the review space or the social sharing or single sign-on or whatever are out there. So there's definitely no limit these days to how you can extend your store with a simple app add-on. How do you see Shopify evolving over the next five, 10 years? I've been thinking about that a lot, actually. I, you know, I see them heading down this enterprise path and I see them bolstering their, their staff, their partner support, their brand support, and they're, they're doing a really great job. I think the way that their architecture is how I explained allows them to continue to scale without jeopardizing the, the platform stability, which is going to be really important for them because other platforms have, have failed as they add new features and functionality. It's, it's created a, a sluggish technical debt to the platform. So I'm excited to see them grow technically and and their partner program and their, their brand support as they scale up. I think the, the important thing for them to remember is, is their roots and the, the speed to market and the ease of use of the platform. And so long as they maintain that, I think they're going to continue on the trajectory that they're on. In addition to the e-commerce platform, what are some of the other factors brands need to consider when going D to C? Yeah, it's a great question because in my experience, you see this is forgotten really often, the other touch points thoughts that the customer has in their overall experience. You know, it used to be that you could just focus on the e-com platform, but now it's really just a component of the overall experience. Um, we actually did an audit recently of the complete customer experience, starting from when they just learn about the brand to purchase and then all the way to when they receive the package and you know, maybe even an interaction with customer service and ultimately how returns are handled. So it's kind of mind blowing, but we were able to identify like 98 touch points that are potential customer interactions along that, that complete customer experience. So all of these areas can be optimized and should be considered when thinking about a, a DTC strategy. And just thinking of the results of that say, I know that it really, whether it was a startup D2C brand or a legacy online real t- retailer, neither of them ever had like a perfect score across these 99, 98 points, which is just goes to show there's still a long way to go for brands, no matter what their digital maturity is and to improve that customer experience. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, just personally, like when I think about 
brands that I love. I can think of one right now that the first product that I bought, I didn't actually end up keeping, you know, I returned, but the whole experience was so easy and seamless that, you know, I actually became a lifelong customer through, through that process and not just buying a product that I think that I would, I would like. So that, that personal experience has made it pretty obvious to me that sure the e-commerce experience is, is really important, but it needs to tie into an overall DTC strategy. Right. Exactly. I do um, the unboxing videos for Blue Acorn ICI. And it's just interesting to see how that really is like the last like memorable moment for any brand to really connect with a customer. And there's a lot of places I shop with where if I just get like a plain box, not to say I won't go back to them again, but if I shop with another brand that has this amazing unboxing experience, I'm going to remember that. And like I said, even if I return it, I'll probably still go back to them because it's such a great experience. Anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? No, I mean, I've worked with many platforms um, professionally. I've run agile teams of all sorts of sizes and launched hundreds of, of sites over the years. And I've just really grown to appreciate the qualities that Shopify Plus has and how it allows our teams to deliver at the speed and quality that we're able to deliver at. So it's been really fun to grow our team and for me to be a part of that on a platform like Shopify Plus. Well, thanks, Taylor. I appreciate you joining us today. For those of you listening, you can find any of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And if you'd like to read about the results of that complete customer experience study that Taylor mentioned, you can find that on blueacornici.com slash blog. So until next time, thanks.